Hello, everyone. As always, thank you for joining. Today we will be discussing, apparently, the president of the United States, Donald Trump, is fine. He doesn't have coronavirus anymore, and he's out to rule the world. We'll also discuss the polling and the differences between 2016 and today's polling. And Donald Trump got one huge endorsement. It's going to make Joe Biden very, very jealous. Anyway, my name is Brian Rundle. This is Run's House. Let's get it started. Hello, everyone. How was your weekend? I hope you had a fantastic weekend. Mine was pretty shitty. My Miami Hurricanes did not come through and play very well. Of course, my Dolphins did well. But I know you guys are not here for that. But I just felt like I had to share that. It ruined my weekend, Saturday night. But I'm going to be okay, I think. In fact, well... I guess we'll see if I'll be okay. We have about three weeks before we find out just how okay all of us are. But anyway, it appears as if Donald Trump has been cured of the coronavirus. He's he's done. He's he's basically in and out of this whole thing. And you know what? Good for him. He uh, He's been going around talking about how easy it was. It really wasn't that big of a deal. You should try it kind of thing. Well, he's got some suggestions for you. If you guys do happen to come down with it, all you got to do is just check yourself into Walter Reed Hospital. Ask for Dr. Conley. Tell him Trump sent you. He'll know exactly what that means. Uh, ask. Don't forget to ask for the uh, the presidential suite. And Dr. Conley apparently is going to hop you up on all kinds of experimental drugs. You'll feel great. And it's really only going to take about a weekend. So you'll be able to sit there through the weekend. You can sit behind a desk and sign some papers to make it look like you're working. You can post them on Instagram and show all your friends and coworkers how you're not going to let it stop you. Then you're going to get some oxygen pumped into you, maybe, or maybe not, or maybe you did, or maybe you didn't. I don't know. It's up in the air, but it's possible some oxygen will be coming your way. And then, like I said, you hang out there for a couple days, then a helicopter should be waiting for you outside. Hop right in, he'll take you right home. So maybe he's right. I don't really know what the big deal is. So Trump claims he's okay and has a doctor come out and say he's okay. But just like most things that Donald Trump says, does anybody really believe that he's fine? That it is 100% out of his system and no longer communicable? Wow. I actually was not going to attempt that word. I thought there was no way I'd get that out good, but I did. Communicable, right? Boom. Nailed it. Okay, so Donald Trump says he can no longer pass this thing along. And again, most people, some people, are having a hard time believing Donald Trump, which goes without saying. So does anybody else have the feeling that he's doing everything he can to get close to Joe Biden to pass it to him? You know, I say that kind of jokingly, and I know people are listening to this and they're going, yes, 100 percent. That is absolutely the case. Whether you're joking or not joking, how incredibly sad is it that we are talking about the president of the United States trying to pass the coronavirus to his political opponent? He feels like Joe at his age, if he gets it, 
He's going to be in trouble. But right now, everything about Donald Trump feels desperate. And that is because he is desperate. And I was talking about that Dr. Conley earlier. Am I the only person that kind of feels bad for this guy? Hear me out. Some of you are like, no, what do you feel bad about? He's out there lying. I mean, the guy works for Walter Reed Medical Center. He doesn't, well, maybe he did choose who the president was, but he alone doesn't choose who the president is. And he is, his job is to take care of whoever the president is at the time. In fact, the president's physician was that Ronnie Jackson, until Trump nominated him for Secretary of Veterans Affairs. So in comes Dr. Conley. And here's the thing is Donald Trump is telling him, you do not go out in the press. You do not tell them that I am sick. You don't tell them anything about. And I'm sure he's just going off on this guy. And he's probably just like, "Ah, this isn't my thing. I'm not a good liar, but I guess I got to do what he's telling me to do. And yeah, I know a lot of you are saying he doesn't have to. He can man up or he can. I mean, I'm sure it's a little bit different. When you're not in their shoes, it's a difficult thing to do. So he's scrambling for answers. You can tell he's a terrible liar. And it's just one of those things where you're just like, okay, you know what? We get it. Just We'll just assume that Donald Trump is a lying idiot because he has been his whole life. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But as I said, Donald Trump appears to be very desperate. And the desperation between now and... And three weeks from now is going to amp up. I don't know what's coming. I would be a fool to even try to predict what Donald Trump will try in the next three weeks because right now the polling looks excellent for Joe Biden. And I know you're saying, hold on, the polling, hold on. I'm going to get into the polls here in a minute. But right now everything looks great in a way that it hasn't looked for a presidential candidate in a very long time. But, and like I said, we'll get to the polls here in just a second. But Donald Trump is going to scratch and claw his way for the next three weeks. So it's going to be very interesting to see how this plays out. Hold on to your hats, as they say, or buckle in your seatbelt, because it's going to be a bumpy ride. But we are going to get there. Me and you and everybody else together. We'll all lock arm in arm together and we will walk past this finish line because it's getting trying these times and we're almost there. Now, if Joe Biden wins on November 3rd, does the world get 100% better and is everything great? I would say it's not, but there will be a much, much better feeling. It'll be a sigh of relief when Joe Biden wins. Let's just put it this way. Let's say you're in debt and you don't know how to pay your bills and everything's coming due and they might come get your car. And then all of a sudden you remember you had a scratch off in the in the drawer and you scratched it off and you won $10,000 and you were able to catch up all your bills and you were able to make sure they didn't come get your car. Is everything fine from that point on? No, not necessarily, but it's going to feel way better And that, to me, is what Joe Biden winning is going to feel like. But if Donald Trump wins, it's going to be like that scratch-off ticket says somehow that you now owe another $10,000. It'll be the first time in the history of scratch-offs that you'll actually owe them money. That's what a Donald Trump win will feel like. But anyway, I told you we would discuss the polls a little bit. 
Right now, Joe Biden, on average, has a 10-point lead, which is a much stronger lead than Hillary Clinton ever had at this point in the race. According to Forbes magazine, an ABC News Washington Post poll released Sunday found Biden ahead by 12 points nationally among likely voters at 55% to 43%, the third national poll to find Biden ahead by double digits just this week. For the first time in the race, Biden leads by more than 10 points on average in national polls, according to 538's tracker. Hillary Clinton never reached that margin in national polling averages and was ahead by three to four points in polling averages in the last few days before Election Day. Now, while Clinton did lead by seven points in mid-October polling averages, she never eclipsed 50 percent support as Joe Biden has multiple times, according to Dave Wasserman. In 2016, 538's final polling average was Clinton 45.7, Trump 41.8. Today, it's Biden at 52.2 and Trump at 41.9. But beyond deficit, even more damning for Trump is the 5.9% undecided or third-party share, less than half of 12.5 share four years ago uh, and um, far fewer late deciders. Some key poll in battleground states. This is according to Real Clear Politics in Nevada. Joe Biden is up by six. It is a tie in Iowa, which is pretty remarkable. The fact that he even has a chance in Iowa is big. He is leading in Michigan by six points. By the way, those were polls all conducted by CBS News. According to WSB TV, Donald Trump is up two points in Georgia, but according to PPP, Joe Biden is up one point in Georgia. So another state, another red state in which Joe Biden has a real chance to win. In Pennsylvania, according to Quinnipiac and Emerson, Quinnipiac, Biden is up by 13 points. And in the Emerson poll, Biden is up by five. Ohio, Biden leads by one in a New York Times poll. And Biden leads by two in an Arizona poll conducted by Reuters. Biden leads by five in a Wisconsin poll. Now, if there is bad news for Biden as of right now, Rasmussen and a Fox News poll or Fox 35 poll, I should say, they both have Trump up in Florida by seven and three points respectively. Now, this is my state of Florida, and it is very possible Donald Trump wins this state again. Now, the good news is, guys, is that Hillary Clinton barely lost this state. She lost by 170,000 votes. And I believe the reason why she did not win this state is because Hillary Clinton was just a hated candidate. And when you have a close enough race and you are not well-liked, it's going to be difficult for you to win in a close race, even though Donald Trump was not well-liked either, but Donald Trump was still new to the scene. He's not new to the scene this time, and people do not hate Joe Biden. You can say whatever you want about the guy. He's not somebody that you dislike strongly. He's a good man. He has a good heart, and that is clear. Will he make a great president? I think so. I think he'll make a good president. I think Hillary would have been one of the greatest presidents of all time. You've heard me say that before, and I'm still pissed she didn't win. But anyway, I'm past it. I'm not a snowflake. But like I said, 
Joe's got a lot of things going for him. He does relate with a lot of different people. Seniors. He is winning with seniors. He is winning with women. These are two big demographics that Trump was able to pull off against Hillary. So there is a lot of good news. And even in the county that I'm in, in Florida, I'm seeing a lot of Biden signs and a lot of Biden stickers. Unlike in 2016, I did not see a lot of Hillary stuff. Even more encouraging news, just like in his real life, Donald Trump's campaign is running out of money. In fact, he just recently stopped all of his television and radio advertising in New Hampshire, Iowa, and uh, Ohio. They are saying that is a reflection of his inability to raise money right now. A lot of people just are not as excited about Donald Trump as they were in 2016, apparently, because Joe Biden is absolutely demolishing him when it comes to money raised. By the end of August, Joe Biden had $466 million in the bank as, as opposed to Donald Trump's $325 million. But they all have been saying, too, that he has just mismanaged his money, which is typical for Donald Trump. Now, I know he personally isn't doing it this time, but it's just fitting for him and the rest of his campaign. They're spending huge money on Super Bowl ads back in January. And now he has to figure out where he's going to spend the most money and he can't spend it now in key states. And as I said earlier, the desperation is not just going to be to win the race, but it's going to be to raise money. It's been reported that in 24 hours, one potential donor received 13 emails, five text messages from Donald Trump begging for money. Now, what does this mean? Does this mean Joe Biden has a better shot of winning because he's spending more money? Obviously not. Hillary Clinton spent more money than Donald Trump, and Donald Trump basically used the airways to promote himself, which he did a phenomenal job of in 2016, even though we all hated it and we couldn't stand listening to him or seeing his face. He would basically go around to Fox News and the other conservative radio or conservative outlets and promote himself all over the place to a bunch of people who, A, had never voted before in their lives be those independents who were on the fence and maybe wanted somebody new. And obviously it worked. But this time around, the numbers do not suggest that it will. But again, we all have to be very, very cautious. And this is, we've said it before, you've heard it on anything that you listen to nowadays about this race. Forget about the polls. I bring up the polls because it just it is interesting to talk about and it is interesting to look at the dynamic between this year and, and 2016. But again, that doesn't mean, well, Joe Biden's got this wrapped up. I think we learned our lesson on that one. But I honestly don't think anybody is going to have that attitude. I think everybody is dying to go out and vote. Literally, some people may be dying just to go out and vote. I know we could start early voting here in Florida next week, and I promise you on day one, I will be in line whether I'm first, a hundredth, or a thousandth, I will be in line ready to vote 100% on day one. Now, there is a big endorsement that Donald Trump did get this week, and I don't know if Joe Biden's going to be 
worried about this one, but a representative for the Taliban said that the group supports Donald Trump, that he says, quote, we hope he will win the election and wind up with U.S. military presence in Afghanistan. It's the slogan of Trump from the start that they are not cops for the world and don't want a single flag and anthem for the globe, but their priority is America. The representative went on to say that when we heard about Trump being COVID-19 positive, we got worried for his health, but he seems to be getting better. He finishes by saying that Trump might be ridiculous for the rest of the world, but he is sane and wise for the Taliban. Boy, more truer words have never have been spoken. What a what a spokesperson for the president of the United States. Now, of course, when a guy with a Muslim name endorses you from the Taliban, you shoot that down right away, unlike the support of the Proud Boys and other white nationalist groups. Tim Murtaugh, the communications director of Trump's re-election, was quoted as saying, we reject their support and the Taliban should know that the president will always protect American interests by any means necessary, unlike Joe Biden, who opposed taking out Osama bin Laden and Qasim Soleimani. That guy clearly went to the school, the real school, the Donald Trump school, not the book school. It's any time something comes up that's negative about us, you just pivot and throw it right back at your opponent within 12 words. And 12 words being the absolute max. That is only if you 100% have to, but it really should be done within seven words. You gotta love these people. I mean, the Taliban literally mentioned Donald Trump by name, saying we endorse him, and the spokesperson goes, nah, you guys support Joe Biden. I really can't wait till these people go away. I really can't. And you know what? They're not going away. That's the sad part. So prepare for that as well. Donald Trump may be going away, but all those other people are not. They will still be around and they will still push this agenda as far as they can take it. Now, as long as the American people stand up and say we will not tolerate this kind of politics anymore. Yeah, I don't I don't love Democrats, but I definitely don't like what's going on with this. Give me my old party back. I'm hoping a lot of Republicans will say, and I hope a lot of independents will look around and go, yeah, I mean, if this is where we're heading, I might as well just go ahead and go to the Democratic side, which is basically what I did. I was a registered independent, and I have now registered as a Democrat because, you know, even though I don't think either side is perfect, I really do believe that Democrats work harder for the American people than they do for their own self-interest. No, I'm not saying that there aren't Democrats that work for their own self-interest. I'm Certainly there are. But I'm just saying that I do believe that the overall health of all the human beings, and when I say health, I mean literally and figuratively, they care more about your health. They more care more about the climate. They care more that we drag people out of poverty. And no, I know the idea is, well, what, we're just going to give them money? No, we're not going to give them money, but we might give them a little bit of a raise. Why is that so terrible? We want to make higher education more affordable. Why is that awful? I've said it once. I'll say it a billion times. The number one thing that would help decrease poverty 
and crime in this country is more educated people. They want to build more roads and better bridges. And if we go through a pandemic, yeah, they want to get us through it. Why is that so terrible? But anyway, we have another what was supposed to be a debate week this week, but Donald Trump has decided to pull out, which I think that is a horrific move for him. He is way down in the polls, and the only way that he can get everybody to watch him at the same time with Joe Biden is through a debate. But you know what? He threw a hissy fit because they wanted to change the rules, and they didn't want to put Joe Biden and Donald Trump in the same room together because of a few things. A, Donald Trump has the coronavirus. I don't care what he says, even if he's cleared. I don't trust any of his doctors. I don't trust anything that comes out of his mouth. So they wanted to do it in separate rooms. Donald Trump said, no way, I'm not doing that. And he pulled out. So Joe Biden's going to have his own town hall, which suits him perfectly. And I'm sure we'll review that later on in the week. As always, I thank you guys so much for listening. You can follow me on Twitter at brun13. If you have any questions or comments, please contact me at runshousepodcast.com at gmail.com you can subscribe and rate and review the show where and whenever you can i certainly would appreciate that but as always thank you guys again so much for listening and we will talk to you again soon